Essentially, I'm going to try to create a safe place. I'm going to reach across the deep, dark night and be your boyfriend. And instead of listening to whatever's, you know, got you tossing and turning, you know, worrying, thinking, listing, you know, basically, what do you call it, uh, venturing into the past, all those things... I'm going to talk, and tonight it's a little bit of a different episode. You might catch something different in the sound, or in my voice, uh, or maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe you can't can't, can't uh, sense anything different. Well, or maybe it's your first time here, but tonight I'm out. I'm out, and I wouldn't call it the deep, dark night, but I'm recording live. And uh, this is the first time I've done... Uh, I've done a couple on-location shows, but not many. But I am looking up. I am sitting in a chair in 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 essentially not pitch blackness, but a, a little bit of a dark night. I'm not sure if you can hear the sounds around me. And I, I, I don't know. I'm going to listen, and I may not layer in any sounds to this episode. So I'm going to give a couple seconds of sounds. And as you listen to the voices, the noises, the voices of insects, the crashing of waves, maybe a, a tiny breeze, I'm going to ease into my injection-molded plastic chair while you ease into your bed. And I'm going to try to take your mind off of stuff. It's going to be... Uh, off of the beaten path tonight, we're going straight into the episode. So go ahead and listen, and I'll try to let you know maybe what you're hearing. And then we'll descend, and we'll see how it goes. Now the sounds you may hear might be crickets or some other night insect. You may hear some waves crashing... And you may hear a a high-pitched noise. And I think that is probably a boat uh, out on the uh, river swamp. I'm up here at, you know, a northern northern point, point in the United States here. And the shores of both, uh, uh, well, like it's technically a river. It seems more like a swamp to me, but it is a river. Where I am, it's a swampy part, but and uh, one of the Great Lakes is uh, just off to my right. So to my left, uh, a river to my right, a lake. But I sit here not far from the edge of a state park. And I look up at the sky, 
Yeah, I don't know if it was just recently or this is something, you know, you, when you come out here far away from where the the city lights uh, sparkle or even the, the town lights sparkle, you can't really see much more of the sky. And as the evening turns into night, the summer evening... And right now it's a wonderful temperature. We have a breeze. And it's a almost Bay Area level sleeping weather. I'm a little bit warmer if I was going to be sleeping right where I am. But if I was, the insects would have a field day. But I got to tell you, I'm looking straight up into space. And I wish I had the words to describe to you what I'm seeing. Uh, for there's stars above me. And there's stars in every direction, stars through the treetops. But right above my head, there are no treetops, only sky. And the sky does feel dome-like, you know, and I always wonder if that is a limitation of my imagination. Maybe it's an expression of my ego, you know. It says, Jesus is a dome like How come it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't seem? Why do I always imagine the sky as a dome? Or am I like that uh, guy? I think Jim Carrey played him at TV or something where he was just, I think, who was that? That was um, Robocop, I think, was the... Uh, a godlike character on that show, movie. Uh, but I'm kind of beating around the bush because I'm my ability to describe what I'm seeing is so you know so impotent in in, in a truest sense of the word for the majesty above me. Uh, and it's so rich the stars, the, the millions and billions or hundreds of stars. It's it's too rich. Now I say to myself, gee, Scooter, was this a big mistake? But I'm seeing, you know, into space. And I'm saying, geez, it doesn't look that black. Now the uh, the, uh, camp next door here uh, does have some lights on. So I don't know if they're reflecting off the clouds or if that's in the, the deepest part of space that I'm seeing. But I am on a watch for Perseid in uh, meteor showers, or maybe we'll see some satellites. But the, the stars, I, I, I try, I've been trying to imagine recently, whether I'm looking at the starry sky by my home, my home area, where you can still see stars, even though I'm... Uh, close to San Francisco and real close to the port of Oakland. You can see stars, but not like this, but it does seem like maybe for the first time in my life I'm seeing them in three dimensions. Like, uh, I guess I always thought of space as a flat plane, you know, inside my limited brain. But now I'm seeing pinpricks, or maybe now I'm looking at an illusion. But I see some pinpricks look closer and some look further. And you say, yes, silly, some are brighter and some are smaller. 
I've got one on my eye right now. There's three in a row, and they're dying. I see, is that Kuiper's belt, or uh, what's that guy's belt? Hercules' belt. I know there's a belt that's faint. Orion, is it Orion's belt? And I see, isn't that supposed to be part? But this one, it looks like three, one particularly bright star into each side of it. Some stars, not quite as bright. And then down below, a point of a triangle. And I almost feel like those stars are moving on me. And then, oh boy, if they are, that's a problem. But I'm going to fire up this uh, Sky app and see if I can just figure out what those are, you know. I wonder if I can manage to do both and stay here with you talking. I think this was an app I downloaded when it was free one day on an old iPhone. And I'm going to have to pause because what I did was I I said, well, just in case we see, I loaded up the option where you can see every, name everything in the sky, even the uh, satellites and those things. So we got a little sky clutter, so hold on, I'll be right back. Okay, so I was just playing around with this thing, trying to figure out what I'm doing, which... You know, I don't really know what I'm doing. I think uh, this one star here... Altair, is that one that I'm looking at here? Altair uh, could be one of the stars that I'm looking at, but let me. It'd be good if I could recognize. I think Vega. You know, that's a pretty bright star, and I'm so I'm gonna try to orient myself on that one. And that's moved quite a bit since like three hours ago when I was out here. I wonder if Suzanne Vega was named at, you know. Let me see if I could work my way. Now, Vega uh, sits up there. Not, you know, not unbelievably bright on this stupid uh, app thing. It's pretty friggin' bright. Uh, nearby Vega is Sulafat. Old Sulafat. Lyra, I think, is the... Uh, what do you call what are, what are these things called? Uh, constellations. And actually, I can see the constellation Lyra now with my, you know, naked eye and my imagination combining. So we're looking up, and I don't know technically what the stars are, but uh, you can almost see a triangle there with Vega on the right side for me. And then the app closed, but down at the bottom is, you know, some other star. And the app knows I was talking bad about it, so now it's not wanting to work with me. Oh, there we go. Hi, Vega. Yeah, down below Vega. Yeah, there's Sulafat and a couple other ones. Like two on the bottom of the lyre, 
and then up into the left, uh, two more, making up, you know, the left side. Wow, I, I can actually, this is, this is a first, I'm not joking, that I'm seeing a constellation for the first time, uh, you know, liar. You know, I wouldn't be a liar if I told you that. I don't know if you ever heard that song. Um, and I wouldn't be a liar if I don't that. Um, the name of that group will come to me. And I wouldn't be a liar if I told you that. Happenstance beyond, it kind of like has a, a, a Suzanne Vega feel to it. But this is my first time I'm looking at it, I'm seeing a liar-like shape. Man, this might be the birth of me. And, you know, I said, well, I got the Big Dipper. I can, you know, I can recognize that when I can find it. And yesterday, last night, I was looking for stars. And I said, is that the Big Dipper or the Little Dipper? No, I still don't have an answer to that. And also, I think maybe last night I saw some uh, really big moving, uh, what do you call those things, satellite. I said, is that the space station? No idea. But as we look straight up in the sky and we see these be- the beautiful lyre playing the songs of my ignorance, to the left of it we see... Um, not only, I don't know if it's a patchwork of cloud, of uh, stars, but where I wonder if I had a telescope and I knew how to use it and, and stuff, it does look like it's misty out there, like we could be, there could be some galaxy clusters out there, clusters of galaxies just sitting beyond in the deep dark sky. Yeah, maybe sighing, saying this guy, he doesn't recognize us. He's just sitting there podcasting. I would say, yeah, we're helping. Me and the stars are trying to work together. And I see a star, starlight, star bright. Al Biero is your name tonight. A-L-B-I-R-E-O. I see you. Starry so, in shooting up from you, I see uh, Satter and Deneb. I get, I get a feeling I see a lot of Deneb at home. And according to my app here, just above Deneb to the left, it looks like some sort of elephant-shaped uh, constellation, maybe far off in the distance. Uh, but let's move down here to this belt that I've been wondering about here. Did I lose it? No. Oh, wait, did El Biero, do you have anything to do with that belt I'm looking at? We got uh, Deneb Al-Okab. I think that's in the belt I'm looking at. And it seems to be attached to some sort of shape uh, on this app here. I think my app's a little... Uh, I don't know if I turned the compass off or the gyro off. Well, I did something there. Okay, now we have... Now we might be on to something, folks. Altair. Did I already mention that one? That is part of that little belt I'm looking at. And uh, there is something to the left and the right of it. So we have confirmed 
a secondary sighting of something. And we may be able to use this for place finding because below it, it looks like there is some sort of a, a constellation. If I can. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, I hit something there and it lit up the whole constellation and now I can't recreate it. Oh, I just did it, I think. Yeah, here we go, folks. We have ourselves. Oh, we lost it. Huh. It was Aquila. Ooh. And it's a sizable... Are we looking at some sort of... Uh, is that the... Uh, a Phoenix Rising description? Oh, Aquila is the eagle, a prominent constellation in the summer months in the northern hemisphere. This is from... Uh, the name of the app, which I'll look up in a minute. It's best seen July through October in late summer. Flanked by Aquarius Hercules and Ophosiculus, Aquila lies south of the Cygenus the Swan along the Summer Milky Way. Ooh. It was one of 48... Uh, uh, constellations cataloged by Ptolemy. Wow. According to Greek mythology, Aquila, Aquila is the eagle that held Zeus's thunderbolts. Sweet. Zeus also sent the eagle to kidnap Gan- Ganymede, Ganymede, the shepherd boy, who was taken to become a cupbearer for the gods. Uh, the Aquarius constellation is sometimes identified with Ganymede. As a result of this tri- triangular shape, Aquarius has a long association with birds. In Chinese mythology, Altair, uh, the brightest star in Aquila, which has got my attention, is said to be Nu Liang, the herdsman who watched over the royal herds, who fell in love and married Zi. New Vega. They soon neglected their duties, and their father, the Sun King Vega, was so angry that he made them spend their lives on the opposite sides of the Milky Way. Oh, so this is the Milky Way above us, and it is a little bit milky now. We're, we're learning here, folks. So that uh, milky like cloud may actually be the milk of the Milky Way. It is said, uh, once a year on the seventh day of the seventh month, we're a month late, uh, if the weather's clear, magpies will spread their ring- wings across the river for the two to meet. Huh. Uh, so, uh, here's a notable object. Since it's a few degrees north of the uh, celestial equator, the uh, boundaries of Aquila contain many clusters and nebulae. Many are hardly visible. Uh, to the untrained eye. Check. Uh, most prominent in the brightest star is Altar. Altar. Uh, so, that's a little bit about that. So, let's, uh, let's get back to our star search here. So, that's cool. Okay, so I'm from Altar. I'm going to try to move left here. Because we got some activity looking to the left, even though I have a tree line. Uh, just to the left of the wings. 
I guess outside of the Milky Way, it looks like we have some other guy. Oh, this is Aquarius. It's, it is the age of Aquarius right now. Now, for me, Aquarius is uh, obscured by trees, but I can see uh, sal- salad sued. Uh, and off of Salad Sud coming towards Altair, Altair and Aquila or Aquila or whatever is some sort of hook of Aquarius or maybe Aquarius is uh, a couple of Aquarius is building. Aquarius is a strange shaped uh, water bearer. Is that a leg? I have no idea. But I can see some other parts. I can see uh, saddle, milk, uh, salasud, as we said, Neptune is off there somewhere. Wow, cool. But that didn't work because a lot of Aquarius is taken up by, uh, obscured by trees for me. So let's head back to this Milky Way. Wow. I'm, re- I'm looking at the Milky Way as you hear my voice and know. That there is some milk visible in this Milky Way. That is so amazing. I've never known... I mean, maybe someone said it to me, but I was drunk. Like, oh, that's you're looking at the Milky Way, my friend. Separating Vega, which we see to my right now. I'm looking at it. And, uh, you know, that other guy, Altar. Who, you know, Altar played the guitar as he seduced Vega... Let's see what else we can see up here. Uh, what else we got here? We got, uh... Okay, so we have Vegas in the Lyra. So we already we did see that. And then Hercules is here. And Hercules has got a lot going on. Uh, probably beyond my pay grade as a... Uh, but is Vega actually part... No, Vega just kind of gives us a pathway to Hercules... But Hercules does, uh, I can, oh, I can see, like, a little, uh, there's a tree in the way, though. Let's see what, what else we can see. I didn't realize these, holy moly, oh my goodness, I just saw a shooting star, a Percy at the level meteorite, all the way to the left. It had a trail about, uh, 30 feet, it was, holy mackerel. Right out of my, I looked just in time, and it looked like it was so low that I could almost reach out and touch it. Wow, holy space. And that brings my attention back to that part of the sky where Aquarius is behind the trees a bit. But there's still some decent stars there, you know, just because, you know, the app doesn't identify them. I think I see, like, a, a, a great stork. Uh, unknown, but once, you know, drinking from Aquarius's cup, I think. And they say, yeah, I remember that. Aesop used to talk about that. The pitcher, uh, they dropped the rocks in the pitcher and learned to drink water. And I'd say exactly, you know, you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But now I'm like, man, if I tilt my head further back... I'm getting a double dose of Milky Way. Like, wow, wow, wow. It must be getting darker by the second, even though 
I think it's like, it's almost midnight. I think it probably should have hit peak darkness already, but I don't even know if there's this thing called peak darkness, but it should be. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to just like be less technical because I don't, you know, but let's see what, what shapes. Maybe I could look at the Milky Way like a cloud and see within the milk. I could be a milk reader. They said, well, he doesn't know constellations, but he does milk readings. And they would say, well, what's a milk reading? Well, he look, you know, when little kids look at clouds and they say, look at that. He does that with the Milky Way. Most of the time it's just clouds, you know, that he thinks is the Milky Way, but... And uh, usually he says, he just sees, well, I said, is that a crab nebula? He he tries to do his material, you know, but the only thing he has is crab nebula. Then what's, what's wrong, crab nebula? Well, why, why are you so down? Are you sad about uh, the big separation of Vega and Altar? The only uh, factual stuff I know. But I say, man, I'm looking at it. And actually, I'm looking at the uh, left side of what I would call the Milky Way. A scientist or an astronomer or a fourth grader would say no, but it kind of looks like the old crescent moon man on the moon. I don't know how many of you were alive uh, when they had this new... Actually, I think they redid it maybe ten years ago, maybe it was eight years ago. Uh, Big Mac, uh, they had this guy, he was, I think his name was Big Mac. He was a crescent moon head. He wore a uh, purple tuxedo, I believe. Uh, McDonald's branding, they're big into purple. Because uh, I think back in the day, one of the Ronald's crew wore a purple suit. And then Grimace was purple. A Hamburglar, I think he had green striped, uh... Did the Hamburglar wear culottes? And I say, I thought you were talking about uh, outer space. I came here for outer space sleep. I, well, no, I did not advertise, so I don't know. Maybe maybe the Crab Nebula told you that to uh, piss you off. Uh, but as I lie here, I, I do see the head. They say, well, McDonald's branding burned into my brain. Deeper pathways than things for my own health or preservation are advertisements. But I see the head of the Big Mac tonight. I'm not kidding you because it was a holy same spot, another shooting star, almost the same spot. So we're getting a lot of left action off my left hand and maybe off your left ear. That was another one. It seemed like it was moving faster. So the stars seem to, you know, as much as a you know, common sense astronomer would say, don't talk about uh, Mac tonight. It's working as far as uh, Perseid is concerned. Was Perseid a god? I don't. I know Perseus was a guy. I think he maybe he was involved in that Golden Fleece stuff. Uh, Perseus in the Golden Fleece. Some. I think he was asleep in a tree. I can't remember. But anyway, back to this Mac McDonald's guy. I'm seeing him in the Milky Way. And he, he I remember the song he would sing, so we'll see if Percy had likes it. He would say, when the clock strikes half past six, babe, time to head for the golden lights. It's a good time 
for the great taste dinner at McDonald's. It's Mac tonight. There might have been a second verse. I don't remember. But it was probably about two old beef patties, special sauce and sesame seed bun at McDonald's. Oh, I just saw... Uh, come on, baby, make it Mac tonight. I just saw, a, like, a, a lighter, um, meteorite. Same general left vicinity. I'm gonna spitball it and say maybe the southern sky, maybe the western sky, I don't know. But it was a little bit of a more of a lighter one. Uh, another question, uh, lightning bugs. When I was first looking at the sky, both last night and tonight, uh, there was, it would have been nice for the podcast, I'm sorry, but there were stars appearing and lightning bugs appearing in the treetops. And so it made for quite the, uh, you know, if, if I was a poet and say, you know, I'd probably do Big Mac poetry, you know, oh, Big Mac, you're not making up poetry, you're just singing my Big Mac song. Well, you're in the Milky Way now, Big Mac head, so congratulations. Actually, now I'm seeing his eye forming out of stars. Oh, oh boy, Percy likes this Big Mac stuff because I just saw another one. Now, this was the first one that was traveling from uh, my left sky to my right sky. All the other ones were going parallel, like on my left side. Oh, maybe I've had my left and my right mixed up all the night. I meant for my... Well, it doesn't matter. Hopefully you're... You know, you're you're drifting through the gates of consciousness into the gates of space. The Milky Way does look quite inviting. You know, almost as inviting as a Big Mac. No, this is not a paid advertisement. But I love that damn McDonald's ad at tomorrow. I think I used to sing that song. Uh, but I'm just trying to... At this point, I'm just trying to appease Percy, to, you know, to keep the uh, the meteorites coming for you at a, you know, dripping, dripping like a fa- faucet of sensibility during this podcast. But back to the Milky Way, because that is... I'm fixated on it. It is looking... Oh, wait a second. Now I'm at... Oh, I just saw another one that was going right to left as well. Very high. That was the highest meteorite I saw. Very high up in the sky. Very far, you know, in, in outer space, I would say. But right now I'm seeing uh, in the Milky Way a new creature. Uh, part part uh, crustacean. Maybe, holy cow, it's got a... Uh, it has, it could be part, holy moly, I just saw another one, Percy, it likes where I'm going with this, so I'm going to keep going. I've got an E.T., uh, this isn't Milky Way again, I'm talking about, E.T. prawn crustacean-like creature I'm seeing. Friendly, don't worry, very friendly. 
Uh, but the ET creature, you know, two eyes, maybe a little Wally in there, which would, you know, make sense. Wally's space friendly. And the Milky Way probably loves Wally, you know. But, uh, yeah, now it's, and maybe a little bit of uh, number five is alive, which is very Wally like anyway. But with just a little bit of, you know, uh, humanoid lobster. I'm trying to think, what was that, Mr. Krabby Patty or whatever from uh, Spongebob, uh, whoever that guy is. But that material is not stirring up any uh, meteorites, so I'm trying to think of other material I could do. I'm seeing, like, to the right of the uh, Big Mac and the uh, Wally Lobster person like a secondary Milky Way or like a Milky Way branch off to my right. And that looks like, well, it could be a clam. It could be a clam. Uh, it could be a cloud of Milky-like cluster of stars, you know, clustering, you know, big, 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 you know echoes of the Big Bang. No, Percy, no, Percy, it's not buying that, not at all. How about this, I feel uh, some mosquitoes may have snuck under my shirt because they sprayed my body in, you know, horribly toxic chemicals before I came out here. Uh, But I didn't anticipate sitting in the manner I'm sitting, you know, for maximum Percy, uh, you know, uh, salutes to Percy, so wise at whatever... You know, I don't know, you're, you're a god so nice they should have named you twice. Percy had meteor showers, they named you three times. Percy had shower us with your love, you know. Or, you know, I, and then I have to go back to, I already burned through all that Big Mac material. I don't have any more of that, Percy, and I'm sorry. But I will test you to see if that is all you answer to, Percy. So I'll say two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese... Pickles, onions, on a sesame seed bun. And now, if you're really nostalgic, Percy, you'll go to the Christmas version, which has uh, the same music, but, you know, with a Christmas holiday flourish to it, with a sleigh, probably some kids in Christmas sweaters, and a slightly, you know, more, you know, to all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. And I think it's probably a kid from my memory coming home from college. His house is empty or he's hungover. And then he finds everyone is waiting for him with a surprise of McDonald's. Happy holidays. Some no Percy is not buying that one. Oh Percy, I didn't know you would need a eighties area eighties era McDonald's nostalgia because I jeez, I, I did not brush up. Oh Percy is like that. So Percy wants me to try because that one was the first one that went left to right, right by Vega. We had another shooting star. Where the question is, will these mosquitoes, you know, how much a scooter will they take while I wait to salute Perseid with uh, other theme songs, you know, 
I am in my... Well, I'm petulant, but I don't think that's what Perseid wants. Uh, happy holidays. I'm sure I'm, you know, Perseid, I'm just buying time. My subconscious is where most of the pop culture stuff is stored. So, unfortunately, it's just like a meteor shower. I got to wait for it to shriek into my conscience brain and say, uh, you know, if there was like a grimace, I know there was a grimace rap with making you know, Ronald, but I don't know it. Uh, I, I think I knew no one, uh, there's one uh, purple, rum, and red. But to get the fruity taste, you got to trick Fred. Trick Fred. That was the, uh, uh, what was that, Fruity Pebbles rap. That one I know. Uh, to, uh, I think I just know that part. You got to trick Fred. So it was actually about uh, thieving, rhyming and thieving. Yeah, but Barney was rhyming. Was that Barney Rubble? Yeah, rhyming and thieving. Uh, Fred's uh, Fruity Pebbles. Uh, Percy, let me ask you a question. Because uh, I know I, I watch some Flintstones, but, I, you know, what's with this Fred guy? Why, he seemed like a total jerk. Like, why didn't anybody like him? Uh, let me restate that so it's clear to you, Percy. Why would anyone, why did it? He had a beautiful wife. He had a best friend who seemed pretty cool. A best friend with an even more beautiful wife. And, you know, uh, he uh, had a job. He seemed to, you know, be, uh, he was always, you know, doing stuff. But, he, I mean, he like, I can't get along with people, and I, I seem to be, I mean, I know, I you know, the depth of my issues is deep, Percy, but, uh, you know, I, I said, Jesus, Fred guy, I don't know what he was doing. And you think of the same, like, of that archetype. You got uh, the honeymoon guy, George Jetson. You know, these these guys were a little bit before my time, so they weren't my male icons. Unfortunately, my male icons were Balky Bartokamus and Larry, brother, cousin Larry. Probably most, uh, uh, who's that guy? Kurt, Kurt, uh... You know, he went, um, uh, Kirk Cameron, uh, Ricky Schroeder, uh, Fred Savage, probably a little bit of Fred Savage. Now, this material is not bringing on, uh, any meteorites from Perseid. We're not getting anything out of Perseid from this material. Oh, Perseid, what do, what do you, you want me to sing again? Uh, when the clock strikes... Uh, time for meteors, time to head for the Milky Way's Milky Lights. I think Percy wants me to stick to the McDonald's original song. It's Mac tonight, come on baby, give me some meteorites for a Mac tonight. Uh, still no meteorites, meteorite watch, uh... Not going well. And uh, we were doing, I mean, the ET part of the Milky Way is looking at me. His eyes look a little more spread out, though. And I said, what if stars move? We're we're moving, right? Stars don't. Uh, Question, you know, ignoramus, do stars move? Well, everything's moving, Scooter. The Big Bang's still carrying us out further from the center. 
for you know you know something or other and I say thank you uh thank you for that you know thank you for saying that in a judgmental way space just brings everybody you know together except for friggin Perse- 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 it's too good to show me anything else and I say I don't know any Burger King songs Perseid so I can't worship you with that I try to you know buy some Fred Flintstone material uh, I don't know Perfect Stranger's song, I think. I don't know. I'm hearing it. I think it was just, uh, whatever you call that, instrumental. Yeah, open the fine. We're two of a kind. Making it all. Taking it all together. We're going to find our way. ba 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 Together. Taking the time each day. Hey, Percy, it. How about a freaking meteorite? Uh, right freaking now, because it's getting late tonight. Hey, Percy, Ed, no meteorite for me. Okay, so Percy didn't jump on that one. Showing my things to go with the facts of life. The facts of life when the world never seems to be living up to your dreams and suddenly you're finding out the facts of life are all about you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I think I screwed that up. When you're learning the facts of life, learning the facts of life, of life, yeah. That's the facts of life, Percy. I saw some reruns of that. And, uh, you know, that's about it. No comments. I mean, yeah, no no, no real comments. I, I think that took place in either uh, Poughkeepsie or... It was, I think it was in Poughkeepsie that one took place, and I remember that for some reason. Okay, well, Percy, I have nothing more to offer you, you know, but my respect, my heartfelt gratitude for this evening's show that you did show me. Uh, Vega, Altar, uh, Kuiper's Belt, Milky Way, E.T., Lobster Man... Uh, Big Mac Ed, I, I can still see you too. And did you? I wonder. Oh yeah, because was that when they started doing the McDonald's was open later, and you had like a a slumber cap on? Is that what it was, Big Mac Man? But maybe you know you could uh, you know just give us one more as I try to draw this conclusion of the show. Looking at you, Milky Way. And I say, I wonder if they, did they name you the Milky Way before they drank a lot of milk? Because you almost look like Milk and Waterway, you know, like Milky Waterway. You know, that no, you know, that's not a, you're really looking uh, three-dimensional right now as I look at you, Milky Way. You're looking milky, holy cow, all the space is, you know, I think I've been staring at it so long. That, uh, you know, my mind is, uh, I say, at some point, Scooter figured it all out. Space. 
he said it famously, the final frontier. And then someone say, please, Scooter, stop writing your own history. That's from Star Trek. And then someone will say, well, you missed a joke in there, Scooter. And I say, yeah, but uh, I was the punchline there. As I say, you know, I'm trying to, it's, I'm doing material for Percy and not for you right now, sir. Yes, I wonder, I wah, 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 wonder why. Uh, Percy can't give another meteorite away, and I wonder where all those meteorites go to stay. My Percy meteorite run away. Uh, meteorite, oh, is that what it is, Percy? All the meteorites are running away from you? Uh, I should have done, so. are we like passing through a little, like a Percy Asteroid belt, is that what it is? Man, you're really holding out on me, Perseid. Uh, Perseid, your, uh, uh, your P is for perfection, your E is for excellence, per R for righteous uh, shooting of stars, Perseid, S for so bright. When they streak across the sky, lots of S's in Percy. I don't know if there's anything else before the I, but I love the effort you make. Indy, don't make me go to bed without one more meteorite, please. I'm like a little boy on Christmas uh, morning, just hoping... As I once did for the G.I. Joe hovercraft set I never got. So please give me one more meteorite. I don't want... Is this like a test, uh, Percy, to see if I will... You know, Percy, this is all because I cannot do the sweet night sky justice. I just have to prattle on, incapable of putting the majesty that I'm looking upon this very moment into any kind of context or description other than E.T. and Mac tonight. And now it looks like Wally is bearing down on me. Or maybe it is number five coming out of the Milky Way straight at me. But man, this night sky. A reminder that uh, uh, somewhere out there well, Five was supposed to be looking at the moon. Never, I don't think I've ever seen that movie, just that part. Somewhere out there, there's a meteorite for me. I'm thinking of watching a meteorite that Perseid shoots uh, for me to see. Perseid, please do it. For my batteries running low. I just saw something, but I don't think it was a meteorite. I think it was my brain detaching from what I know. Oh, wow, the, uh, uh, I think it is getting, we might be headed towards maximum darkness. I don't know what the moon situation, I haven't seen a moon tonight. And I didn't look anything up about it. So we may be at maximum darkness. We may be in a new moon or like a low moon uh, situation. 
because you know Milky Way is taking on even more, and I'm not and I'm not doing material right now. It does seem even more sweet. And I say, what well, is it? A condensed milk? What the hell is condensed milk? It's like a or partially. What do they call that? Evaporated milk. And say it's just milk with sugar in it, right? I don't know. I have some. I used a little bit of it to make pancakes one time because I had it in that cupboard. I said, I better use this. It's been expired for a few years. Better put it to use. And then I said, well, I'm not going to throw the rest of it out. So I froze it. But then I never remember to uh, defrost it, Perseid. As you're freezing my heart now. Oh, and there's my mosquito juice might be wearing off too, Miss Perseid. How about this song, Perseid? Oh... Oh, Percy, it gave me a meteorite show. You say the word, oh. Percy, it gave me a meteorite show. Susudio, done poorly, I know. Are you you a fan of Phil Collins? Uh, Percy had no jacket required. He's got an orange face on that one. I don't even know what no jacket required, you know, because I always think of Phil Collins in a jacket, you know. But he, he seems like a great guy. I don't know anything about him, but uh, uh, he's a drummer. I guess like a bit like a Dave Grohl. You ever think, uh, I bet you Phil Collins and Dave Grohl have hung out. What do you think, Perseid? No answer, of course. You know, Perseid, don't make me, I don't want to have a resentment towards you. I just ask you for one meteorite or like 50 in a row. Yeah, because I don't want to have to be like, oh, there we go, that was a good one, you know, for the listeners. And I don't want to sing the Big Mac song again because it's just it's just lame. And the guy, but the guy was playing a, a grand piano, baby grand piano. I don't know the difference between the two. It was white. He was floating, you know, through the advertisement clearly. And uh, for a while, he was featured on the cups, he was big, and he was Big Mac, I think, and I think the song is Mac the Knife, originally. It did the uh, did the stuff run out on that? Was that like when those, uh, or did McDonald's pay for the rights? Okay, Percy, here we go. When the clock strikes, half past six, babe. Time to head for golden lights. It's a good time for me to write for. It's a good time for the great taste dinner at McDonald's. It's Mac tonight. Now the second verse. I don't know it, but I could use me to write. Please give me one, because I'm, you know, getting bug bit. Please, Percy, it, give me a little meteor bite. Right, you know, why don't they have that at McDonald's? A little snack called Meteor Bites. They could be like Chicken McNuggets, but, you know, I don't know. I mean, bad idea. You know, maybe, Percy, have you heard about those uh, chicken fries at Burger King? Spicy chicken fries. 
What do you think about that, Percy? Let me know. No way. Okay. Hey, Percy, did you see me the Renaissance Fair? Because I, I really wish you could have been there, Percy. Oh, hey, Percy, I was thinking about, I don't really have any money, but I have, you know, my next month. Oh, no, actually, I have my July rent money because that money had a problem, you know, it didn't get deposited by my landlord. What do you think about me uh, giving that money to uh, the mosquito that's on my neck right now, Percy? Oh, well, I guess this is a teachable moment to all my listeners, you know. That even in the depths of space, you know, we have to open our arms to the greater with holy shit. Kissing Perseus's Perseus ass just fucking worked. Holy fucking shit, I'm not making it up. Uh, off to the left of the same spot where I've seen the majority of the uh, meteorites was a slow-moving streaker. Holy shit, it, it was, it had to have a, a streak like 50, 50 feet long. And it was moving so slow and, and low. Thank you, Percy, thank you so much. Oh, God, I, there must be 50 mosquitoes, I think, in my head. Um. So, as I was saying, though, you know, now I can't get comfortable. But, you know, those are all things we need to distract. You know, say, hey, Percy, thank you for that. I wasn't even, at that point, I had given up, you know. I was just going to, you know, tell my audience, well, teachable moment. You know, we just got to go with the flow, and maybe we'll trick Percy into one more, but maybe not. And I say, sometimes our beds are as comfortable as the Milky Way of softness, with googly-eyed niceness looking down on us. A breeze and a nice night noise to drift off to. And, you know, to be interrupted if, if while I do these, you know, last minutes and to be in audio if I see any more streaking stuff.